the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. The text for our meditation this morning is our epistle reading, which was read for you earlier. I'd like to begin this service, this message, by asking you to take a look at this cross. I'd like you to just think about that cross and what it must have been like to have been there looking up at the cross on which Jesus died. The cross was not as beautiful And there on the cross, you would have seen the nails, the sweat, the blood, the pain. Jesus there, hanging there in your place. It was gruesome. It was horrible. And yet we are here today to say lift high the cross because of what took place on that cross so many years ago. And the amazing thing is that as Jesus was hanging on the cross, because he loves you and he loves me and he loves all humanity. We can, with joy, share this news with other people who are yet to hear and believe in him so that they might receive the forgiveness that Jesus obtained for them and for you and me when he shed his blood and said it is finished. Our epistle reading for today begins with this verse. The word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. The word about Jesus' death on the cross is folly. It's foolishness to the people who are perishing, who don't believe in Jesus Christ. They don't get it. And it would almost seem like they don't care if they get it. And the sad news is they're perishing and on their way to hell, being separated from God forever. But to us, to you and me, who are being saved, who are saved because of what Jesus did for us on the cross, it is the power of God. It's God's power that he sends us with. To share this good news 
Jesus died to save you and me and everyone else from the power of sin, the power of death, and the power of the devil. All that want us to deny this and think it's foolishness so that we too will perish. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. In the beginning of your bulletins, we write a little paragraph. It's called As We Gather, and I wrote this as we gather just to give something for you to ponder about what I'm focusing upon today. And I'd like to just read it for you. You can read along or just listen. It's on page one in the front part of your bulletin. As Lutheran Christians... The cross is the focal point in our theology. We believe Jesus died on the cross to pay for our sins totally and completely. His words, it is finished, meant the need for sins to be sacrificed to pay for people's sins was satisfied. Thankfully, it doesn't end there on the cross. After he was buried, he rose from the dead and proclaimed, we will rise from the dead too. Sadly, the message of Jesus' death on the cross is often met with skepticism. This is nothing new. So let us take to heart the words of the Apostle Paul. Though Jews demand signs and Greeks seek wisdom, we preach Christ crucified. A stumbling block to Jews and folly to Gentiles. But to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. Jews ask for signs, Greeks seek after wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified. We preach Christ crucified. To Jews, it's a stumbling block. To Gentiles, it's foolishness. And there on the bottom of the screen, you can see an image of a nail and blood. It's a stumbling block. It's foolishness to so many in this world. When you look at the reading you heard today, you will also notice in verse 18 and in 24 that one word is found repeated, and it's the word power. The word of the cross is power of God, and Christ is the power of God. The word in the Greek that is translated power is dynamis. It's where we get our word dynamite from. It's pretty powerful stuff, right? (laughs) Do a lot of damage if you got enough sticks of dynamite. It's an image for us to think about, right? Sometimes we may want to smack somebody over the head and hope that they'll become a Christian. Or maybe stick a, di- a stick of dynamite or something and light it maybe underneath them. and Maybe somehow that'll make them into a believer, right? But in truth, that's not how it works, is it? The power to convert is not found in you, it's not found in me, it's found in God and his word. And that's why the word of the cross 
is the power. And Christ is the power of God. Sadly, in our sinful world, we find many people who want to reject the truth about God and what he tells us in his word. And the important thing for us to remember is that although Jews ask for signs and Greeks seek after wisdom, we preach Christ crucified. And there are many people who will reject this statement that Christ was crucified for them and for you and me. And although they reject this truth, it does not invalidate the truth. For the truth is found for us in the scriptures that Jesus Christ was sent by God into this world to die for you, for me, and for them. And although it is not politically correct to say that Jesus Christ died on the cross for the sins of all humanity, it is true. The facts are true. The cross is real. And that's a message you and I can and need to share and live as though this really matters to us. The Jews asked for signs, for miracles. You remember reading about this in the Gospels, right? Do a miracle for us so we'll believe in you, right? And Jesus did a greater miracle for them than a greater sign than they wanted to believe in, that the Son of God and Son of Man died on the cross for their sins and yours and mine. But they didn't want to be associated with the criminal. The Greeks believed that the plan of salvation should be reasonable and logical and rational. The Greeks loved to discuss philosophical ideas and debate them backwards and forwards. They wanted the wisdom of God to be empirically proven. And today, they have many followers. Many followers who want to teach and believe that there are so many other answers to the problems of this world, but they're not found in God. They're somehow found in what we can do. When in reality, there's nothing that you and I can do that will save us. Because it's already been done. And the cross is here as evidence of that for us. The cross is uniquely God's idea. We are told that the cross is a stumbling block to the Jews. 
They were looking for a Messiah who would be victorious. They were thinking of a Messiah who would be a king, coming in like David and Solomon, ruling over different lands, bringing wealth into the country, chasing out the Romans. Yes, that is the victorious Messiah they were looking for. Not a shepherd. Not a shepherd who would die on the cross for the forgiveness of sin. No, they couldn't believe that this dying shepherd was leading his flock into eternal life. The Greeks believed that the cross is pure foolishness. They believed it was inconceivable that God would die on a cross. In fact, that God would even think about becoming a human being and be an innocent, respectable human being who would go to the cross so people could be forgiven. A a crucified criminal could not be their savior. That does not make rational, reasonable sense. They couldn't believe that a crucified criminal could set people free from their sins. It doesn't make sense. Who would come up with such a crazy idea? But God. And so they refuse to believe, and they have many people today who are in their camp following their beliefs, refusing to believe that God loved them so much, he did send Jesus into this world to teach, to love, to forgive, to heal, to raise from the dead, and be willing to be put to death. And that's because he loves you. The cross is God's greatest love story. He died for you. He died for me. And he died for others too. And that's the truth of the matter. Regardless of what people may say, the truth of the matter is the cross is God's symbol for us. God's wisdom makes worldly wisdom look foolish. On the screen in the background, perhaps you can see a Bible that's slightly opened being held in a hand. That Bible is the power of God that you and I can read and share with other people too. And isn't it amazing how God takes something so simple like a book to tell us the truth? Something so simple like water 
connected with God's word to create life, faith, and give forgiveness. And isn't it amazing how God can take bread and wine and add his word to it so that he also gives the body and blood that was shed on the cross so that those who eat and drink may be restored to him and forgiven their sins. And so it is God has revealed to us what we need to know and need to share. King Louis Twelfth of France lived a long time ago, wanted to share this message of God's love and forgiveness, and did it in a rather unique way, because before he became king, he did a very unusual thing for that time. You see, before he became king, he was put in chains and he was put in prison. And those people who did that for him were still alive when he became king. So those who were his advisors when he became king said, you know, you should really get rid of these people and punish them for what they did to you. And he said something, actually did something first. He wrote their names down and he put a cross in red ink behind their name. So when the people heard this, they thought, that's not good news for us. So they fled, afraid for their lives. But he sent messengers to tell them, the cross which I drew beside each name was not a sign of punishment, but a pledge of forgiveness, extended for the sake of the crucified Savior, who upon his cross forgave his enemies and prayed for them. Verse 25 of our epistle says, Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. The foolishness of God is wiser than men. The weakness of God is stronger than men. Ponder those words. Because it tells you something about our God. Our God who is willing to be weak and die on a cross did so. So you and I might be strong in the faith and forgiven and empowered to share this good news. It may still appear to be foolishness and even stumbling block to people we share this good news with. But this God who loves us has sent us so that those we meet, those we know, might hear it and believe it. To God be the glory. Amen. The peace of God, which passes our understanding, guard and protect us in the Christian faith unto life everlasting. Amen.